are now listening to Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Tune in to our live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following live broadcast may not be suitable for all ages. The views expressed in this show are solely those of the individual providing them and do not represent the opinion of the station, website, or any affiliated partners. Audience discretion is advised. won't be a good night for a while uh, this is beyond the veil of course it is that time of the week thursday 7 p.m uh, we are here to bring you the latest about the secret world and there's a lot to talk about and to talk about it uh we have griff hello and we have ocho hey everybody and of course i am antida your host for tonight so a lot of stuff has kind of popped up <laughs> in the last week uh namely we'll delve right into it right i mean what's the point <laughs> we've only been talking about it non-stop for over half hour um the new merchandise store for tsw is up and running it's like yeah hello how long have we been waiting for it <laughs> yeah Quite a while. Um, for those of you who have been in the secret world for a long time, uh, you know that wheelofine.com used to sell TSW merchandise. Uh, approximately, I want to say a year ago, uh, their licensing uh, uh, agreement contract ended and um, they didn't renew it. So since then, a lot of people have been wanting to buy, um, you know, all kinds of TSW goodies and were not able to. So a lot of people have been um, probably pressuring <laughs> the development team and Funcom in general for some sort of merchandise. And uh, during one of the streaming ones, was it not uh, that they've hinted at a merchandise store and this is actually not something that just popped up as griff tells me it has been it's been there for about what couple of weeks already griff i think so yeah i didn't get a chance to go back and see when i got the the email or whatever it was that i got but yeah yeah because i only saw it this week um also via one of the emails announcing halloween event i believe um, so there was a whole bunch of stuff in there and as I was scrolling down I noticed that and 
Wow. <laughs> so for those of you who don't really know where it is, it is uh, it's store.fabzat.com forward slash funcom. As always, um, if you follow us on uh, Twitter or on Facebook, uh, there is a link uh, with the website there and we will have it included in the show notes once the uh, remastered episode is released. So head on over to wholesweetmedia.com to uh, click on the link. Um, now, initially, um, there was, uh, of course, uh, there was a lot of squeeze all around the Twitterverse. <laughs> um, but a lot of people were wondering about the sizing. There was no information about it. Uh, there was no s- information about the fabric itself. Um, since then, um, since it became like, quote unquote, wildly, wild, wildly, widely known. <laughs> I can never pronounce that word properly. Um, Andy Bendit, our community manager, he actually uh, updated the store, uh, or at least he tweeted out that the store has been updated with sizing and fabric information. And uh, true enough. So now if you'd like uh, to check it out, uh, head on over there and uh, do check it out. Right now, there's only like a few basic shirts, um few basic phone cases well not even basic like latest phone cases and a um, couple of what would you say they are like toys collectible figures Co- yeah yeah that, w- that would be a better thing to say than toys <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think of it I am super excited to see the, um, I was saying this before the show, specifically the Lumi t-shirt back in the, um, like a, like a women's fitted shirt. Cause I had really wanted that from We Love Fine. And by the time I got around to ordering, they only had the regular t-shirts left. Um, and that's, I don't know. I just, I got my mind stuck on that during IMTSW when I wanted to do a cosplay of my character and I'm super happy I can finally have one. I like the fact that they have something like anything, like the fact that um, that uh, we have T-shirts going with um, the logos on them and cell phone cases, and I think it's a good start, at least. That it is, and uh, we have talked about uh, the designs on the T-shirts um, and the logos, and there's probably. To be fair, probably a lot of players have their own ideas of what they would like to see in the store um, and uh, what what shirt or what item, let's call it, regardless of whether it's a piece of clothing, uh, a collectible item or anything else uh, that they would like to purchase. Maybe they, you know, they don't want any more clothing that they already got from Willow Fine, for example. So they want something else. They want bags. You know, you never know. Yeah. So what would you guys personally like to see, uh, uh, like in what way uh, you would like to see the expansion of the store? Well, clothing items is definitely a good way to start. Um, I'm not sure I like the, like I would, like I would love 
an Illuminati shirt. I, I, I would wear that. But I don't want the symbol to be, like, so gigantic on the front. Like, I would love, like, a more subtle approach, maybe a, um, not necessarily a collared shirt, but, you know, more like a, um, just, just a more subtle than it is currently. But I could like, see, like, um, necklaces or earrings or stuff like that. Like, they could really expand on this. I was wondering, are you thinking, like, um, because I've seen for a lot of games, you can get, like, a, just a fairly casual little polo shirt that's just got, you know, an, a game emblem stitched in, like, up there, like that kind of thing? Yeah, so, something along that lines. Um, for me, I would love another shot at getting messenger bags, um, or even, like, little smaller... I hate to, I hate to say purses, because that makes it sound, like, not what I mean, but, like, the little mini messenger bags I really like. Because I always, I get the big ones and then I never use them. Uh, I also very much agree. Uh, necklaces, things like that. Just because it would be nice to have something more subtle that I could still wear to work. Where obviously I have a dress code, I can't wear a t-shirt to work, but it would be fun to have something that I could wear and still be like, yep, that's, that's my TSW. There have been some fan-made ones, um, but I, I, I love seeing, you know, official merchandise. Right. Well... See, here's my thing. I would like to see more things from the secret world itself. I think it would be absolutely fantastic to see shirts that are in-game that um, that we have like uh, Gaia Rocks uh, t-shirt. Oh yeah, those t-shirts, yeah. You know, the t-shirts like that, uh, hoodies that we have, like Innsmouth Academy. Um, T-shirts that are already in-game are absolutely fantastic. And I think that a lot of players would absolutely go goo goo gaga over it and uh, would love to have something like that. Um, from what I remember is when we got the codes uh, from Willow Fine to give out shirts uh -huh. to players in-game, we had Innsmouth Academy and Arachi ones. Those two, no, no sorry, uh, League of Monster Slayers as well. Those were hugely popular, hugely, and it would be absolutely fantastic uh, to have something like that that's directly tied to the game, uh, you know, as an ability to purchase it. Well, I remember you had mentioned before the show the IMTSW shirts, and I know a lot of us were saying, please, 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 can we get these in real life? Can we please, please get these in real life? Yeah, there's there's lots of it. There's tons of it. Now, I do recognize that uh, it can get pretty hard to, you know, translate something from a drawing uh, from an in-game t-shirt to a real thing. Because a lot of the times, like if you have a, a blood stain or something like that, you know, you kind of have to adjust it in certain ways because it, when you actually put the print on a shirt, it doesn't really look nice or you can't get it, you can't get it to look realistic enough. So certain designs probably cannot be done. Uh, certain designs can probably be adjusted, but from little I've seen, I kind of have a feeling that they're like testing the waters uh, with this and seeing what uh, the response or the interest rather will be from the community 
and then based off of that they will you know come up with different things hopefully fingers crossed uh, there will be a lot of expansions coming up well there's a few of us hoping for filth animal plushies so yeah no i forgot that yeah absolutely i know Ma massacre and chat mentioned a filth puppy plushie and i think it was mad lyric i saw on twitter who mentioned a nermigal plushie and i'm like yes yes i need this in my life <laughs> <laughs> now what what um I know that everyone is about, you know, or drag and stuff like that. But what other, uh, say, pet from TSW would you like to have apart from those? Like a cop would be kind of difficult to make, I think. <laughs> you know what? Maybe. But I was a plush just would be about cute. to. I was just about to say I desperately need Inky, but Inky is literally a black teddy bear. Like I yeah. could get myself a black teddy <laughs> yeah, bear and just name it Inky. <laughs> You know what would be cool to have? Uh, Niflheim. Oh. Um, Niflheim or... That would be... I'm saying that would be cool. But something specific to TSW, maybe those shems? Like get your or very succubus. own walking plague shem? Succubus. <laughs> oh, man. Succubus would be really, really cool. Something Z specific Zombie to polar bear? <laughs> <laughs> why not <laughs> why not uh, but, but this is what I mean like uh, then you have the uh, Figuros uh, Paduri uh, pet the the hated tree um, you know so it, or oh my god the little smiler wouldn't that be awesome Aww. the little smiler so cute there it is so cute I wonder if it would be smiling or it would look constipated, according to <laughs> <laughs> Joe Violet. question. <laughs> yeah, so there's definitely a lot of lot of possibilities on um, in which which direction the store can grow. So I guess it's uh, down to players how much uh, interest uh, there will be. Do you think the price? Uh, will play a big part in this. Oh, absolutely. The price and also the shipping is always a thing because we've got players all over the world and I know we had some issues with that with We Love Fine and Mama Les is talking about that in chat that she had to pay so much postage. Yeah, that's true. Uh, when you have to ship anything... You see, this is the thing. If they're doing it... I guess it doesn't matter where you ship it. Eventually, you know, uh, shipping costs end up being really, really high. Unless the volume of merchandise that you're selling out is so big that you can strike a deal with one of the one of the carrier companies, and yeah. then you know that lowers um, lowers the cost for the um, for the buyer. Um, because the buyer is the one <laughs> who has to spend the money, right? But do you think, like, we looked at the prices, um, and uh, the prices are not... I don't know, I don't know what I expected, to be honest, but, um, for example... The t-shirt seemed priced more like I would expect a hoodie, but it also depends, you know, are they really good quality? Are they good material? How well they wash. <laughs> yeah, how, yeah, how well they wash. 
Whether yeah, or not my dog eats a hole in them, wait, that's not their <laughs> fault. <laughs> yeah. Because right now they are priced at uh, 28 and a half US dollars. And as we know, a lot of um, a lot of TSW's community is not from the US, right? A lot of them are from Europe, uh, UK, right. and all around the world. Um, so in some places <laughs> on our planet, uh, having to spend almost 30 bucks on a single shirt, plus God knows how much for postage and packing, um, can mean a lot of money. And we've had some players, uh, rightfully so, point out that, um, not in a complaining way, but just point out that, you know what? Oh my God, there's a lead. There's a lead yes, in the store now. Yes, <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Have stuff from the game. But I wouldn't really go with late first. <laughs> you know, and you know, I'm thinking the other thing with the price is it's it's been a while since I've let myself buy like fun little geeky tees from some of the smaller online stores. But those also usually run a little higher than if I necessarily just went out to the store and bought a t-shirt. So... But comparatively, for you know, small printing, geeky thing, the price is a little is, is probably not as bad compared to other T-shirts I bought when I when I let myself. Yeah, because I expected the shirts, uh, T-shirts, to be around twenty twenty two bucks at most, and uh, but the hoodies nowadays they average like fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, they do. So I'm like, Mama Liz says, yeah, I looked at the price and cringed. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, like I said, to some people around the world, um, you know, spending 30 bucks, even 300 bucks is nothing to think about. But a lot of people actually have to think twice before even considering purchasing something like this. So, and, sorry, go ahead. Just um, interestingly, the phone cases are only eleven forty nine, and that's less than I I'd expect. I said I'm, I'm still kind of sad faced that they only have them in the right sizes for the like current gen phones, but the prices on those are yeah, that's less than I'd expect. Yeah, they don't even have like I think I have Samsung Galaxy S six. Think I want to say I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, the only ones listed are iPhone 6 and Samsung Galaxy S5. Those yeah. are the only two options. Yeah. Which, not that they need to have options for every phone in existence, but more than two would be nice. Yeah, especially uh, like iPhone 5 and 6 and then yeah. Samsung S5 and S6. Um See, this is, this is, because uh, usually when you have stores like this, what happens is you don't actually have it pre-made. Um, instead, it gets, once you submit the order, that's when the order uh, is being created, after you already purchase it, for the most part, I'm saying. I don't know how this works. So, you know, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know this website, if it was Cuphead Press, Spreadshirt... <laughs> I'm almost assuming that it is an on-demand sort of thing, because some of the prices for those uh, 3D-printed um, hide-and-shriek figures mm -hmm. are seem to be of the, like, you know, most of that is probably going to the materials of the actual 3D printing itself. So... 
Yeah, and did you see like you have uh, like the smallest size for a lead, for example, is 4.9 centimeters, which is about like what, two inches. Um, and uh, that is priced at $25.40. Uh, but you can get the one that is 12 centimeters and 12.3 centimeters, which is about five inches, I want to say. So 250% bigger, and that one is $324.81. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, what? Wow. <laughs> yeah, not for not for Elite. <laughs> I mean, you have to really love Elite at that point, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> wow. Come to think of it, for some people, that's like, you know, half their weekly pay in some places, even in the Western world, in North America. <laughs> wow. Okay, so <laughs> the one thing that we all agree on is that there's lots of possibilities and that you have to start with something. So someone had to make a decision and actually, you know, decide on what goes in store. And uh, as we've seen, uh, the store is updated. Uh, and uh, there is likely to be, like, if you have any kind of um, interesting uh, request, I'm sure if you tweet it to the secret world, um, they may take it into consideration. You know, the more people um, kind of look for something are uh, expressing their or they express their interest in actually purchasing something um the more interest there is the more likely that is um that it will end up in store so yeah that was one of the biggest news that came out of tsw um now <laughs> What would you say the second biggest one is? Well, I would say the uh, quarter three 2016 financial report. Yes, because that had some pretty interesting two sentences, would you say? <laughs> <laughs> um, two sentences. <laughs> hey, at this point, Everyone's... we'll take what we can get. Everyone is hung up on these two sentences. Okay, shall I read them out? <laughs> Probably shall. Just like, yeah. Uh, oh, crap. Wait, wait, wait. I need to open it. Alrighty, getting there. And I opened up the wrong one. <laughs> well, I'll help you out on this one. Um, this came from Funcom's third quarter financial report and has also been reported by Massively OP. But the, uh, the sentence basically, the Secret World team is mainly focused on a large update to the game to be released during the first half of 2017, which will include major upgrades to both retention and acquisition mechanics and content of the game to counter the declining revenues. And the last one, I forgot the third sentence. More information expected to be available during quarter one of 2017. So you so, gotta wait two months, <laughs> three months probably in order to find out. Oh, come large on, this is not fair. We want to so, know now. In that amount of time, the forums will be equally convinced the game is dead 
and everybody is getting everything they have ever wanted in the game now. They will be convinced of both. <laughs> <laughs> we speculate well. Oh, conspiracy theories and theories in general abound in DSW. <laughs> uh, any kind of any kind of uh, theory. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> what what does that tell you guys? Like, what? When you saw this, what was your first reaction or when you thought about it, what what do you think this, you know, large update to the game is or maybe? Well, hopefully it's the next season is what I'm thinking, or at least it's the start of the next season. Book two. Are, are, we, are we calling them books now? Is that what they mean? <laughs> season, book, whatever. Yeah, I know. Um, so at least it'd be... At, the next, our next location, our next uh, adventure, basically. And when when I first read it, I really did. I just took it at face value. Um, retention and acquisition is very simply getting more players into the game, and then getting them to stay. And that that can mean a lot of things. It can mean the kind of content that players already here want, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it is because if the goal is new players and keeping players in that i'm like repeating myself but that that you know that can be different content that can be more advertising that can be um that can be something like sales, the new player that experience be... that helps you know get people to you know get past the first few weeks and really stick in the game there's just there's so many ways that can go and obviously, acquisition and retention, while not as glamorous as lore and story and new zones, is kind of super important to keeping the game running. You need <laughs> players playing to keep the game running. Yeah. Galactic says, maybe they're just revamping the tutorial. <laughs> well, yeah, I, it could be. <laughs> you know what? How about... Now that they've released the park, and just like when we're putting theories out there, I'm going to throw mine <laughs> out. Why the hell not? Uh, well, we had the park. Uh, this year we had Hide and Shriek. So the development teams on both sides of the Atlantic, Oslo and um, North Carolina, they have had time to, you know, practice and dabble with Unreal Engine. Could it mean that, you know, this major upgrade has to do something with stability of the game? You know, this major update? I don't know. It, when did we last have an update for crying out loud? Like, the Sleuth Gallery, issue 15? When, when was that? No, no, because we, <laughs> we had the one in Egypt. But that or wasn't was that, 16. That was, that was no, 14. That was 14. 15, so. I can count. <laughs> so well that, that's how long it's been right <laughs> we actually have to think about it hold um, on i got this uh call although, the although, to, to, to be fair to be fair we have also been getting a lot of quality of life updates and all of that stuff but again it's not as glamorous but it's kind of important true, and we true. Get new halloween content even if not always what everyone wants which we'll talk about later uh, call the name. There are, there are plenty released. of MMOs that oh, not yeah. always get new content every holiday, any holiday. Like, it doesn't always happen. Go ahead, Ocho. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Call <laughs> the Nameless was, was released March 30th, 
Holy moly! Oh, that wow. means they would had they would have a year to do it. I'm going with my theory, people. I'm going with my theory. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the funny thing is, did you guys see that they're actually going to be releasing? Uh, was it next year? Uh, Halloween themed game. Was was it that? Oh man, I I wish I didn't I see. Had... I didn't see that. Mm, it was it was there. I shall find it. If you find something else to talk about, I will find. Well, you can just continue <laughs> talking about this. <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't know. Um, it's kind of been an ongoing thing that people would love to have. Um, love to have an engine update, but we've been told so many times that that would take so man so much manpower and so many oh, yeah. hours of work and so much money. And I don't know that that would necessarily. I don't. I don't know how much that would help with bringing in new players. Just to be like, hey, we made the game run more smooth. I mean, it might. Which is the other funny thing with this, because I know everybody has their own like kind of favorite little pet things. That if the game just did such and such, my one friend would have stayed. And then you have somebody else. Well, no. If the game did this other thing, then my friend would have stayed. So, you know, everyone's going to have ideas, even even just within the, the acquisition and retention. If Vary was here, she would say, fix the bugged uh, HP bars in that one. The bugged yes. HP bars. <laughs> that will help retain the PVPers. No, I, I completely agree. Um, I don't think a, you know, having a new a graphics engine or having a new whatever would be nice, but it's completely unfeasible, I would imagine. To basically rewrite the entire game from scratch and have everything be exactly the same, I don't think that that would pay off. That would not be a, a decent return on their investments for it. Uh, now, like, little graphic improvements here and there, like, I don't know if there was an actual one that went through. I noticed that my FPS shot up recently, and I'm not quite sure... Why? Because I haven't made that many changes to my own personal system. They did say they always tweak the system and they use any opportunity that they can upgrade uh, things on the current engine um, as, you know, as they resolve certain issues. And I mean, it... it does tend to reason that you know after how many years they would finally start to catch up and improve on FPS and stuff like that so it's probably just them uh, upgrading certain things or sorting out certain bugs and kinks that uh, that they were not able to do before and I would you believe it or not I still find this Maybe we're going to finally get an official, official sanctuary chat and have the sanctuary stuff plastered all over the beginning areas, because that's something else people were asking about forever. <laughs> sanctuary, noobmares, events. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. We can just have, like, a whiteboard at every faction headquarters with directions like, this is how you talk to sanctuary, they will help you learn. This is how you join noobmares, they will help you learn. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Um, so, when it comes to, when it comes to, to this, we can only speculate, 
<laughs> no one can say anything for sure. Uh, I guess we're just gonna have to twiddle our, our thumbs and wait until the first quarter of uh, 2017 and um, wait for more information then. And then possibly not even have something released until June of next year? Well, they did say first quarter. Well, right? information in the first quarter, but something not actually coming until the first half of 2017. Mm, yeah. I just want to be optimistic. That's true. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Whichever the case may be, uh, the next streaming ones are going to be swamped, I bet you anything, will be swamped with questions about what is this large update. So, <laughs> we probably, it, it, either uh, Tilty won't show up at all <laughs> to avoid those questions, <laughs> and it will just be like, hey guys, it's above my pay grade, I can't discuss it. <laughs> well, you know, or, you know, the... They did put off the next streaming ones, so maybe we already scared yep. them away. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, so the uh, the next streaming ones, while we're talking about them, are not going to be happening tomorrow on the fourth of November, blah, 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 fourth of November, but on the eleventh of November at the usual time and place uh, twitch.tv forward slash funcom at uh, what is like 3 EST I believe yeah so uh, tune in then um, November 11th and but you know what also I think they may not have wanted to overshadow extra life happening this weekend Oh, um, yeah. So that could have had something to do with it. <laughs> and of course, if it was something else, and if they hear this, they'll be like, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, like we said, we'll find out more information when we find out, when the development team is good and ready, because you can, like, torture them, you can tickle them, and torture them that way, they will not give it up. Yep. Nope. Um, now we did touch upon, well, not touch upon, but we mentioned Halloween event. And, uh, a lot of stuff has happened <laughs> since uh, our last show, uh, last week. Um, when we had our last week's show, um, Halloween was live for, what, 24 hours? <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that? Yeah, barely. Yeah, so we basically didn't really know much. Now we, well, can we say that we know it all? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how we I got that knowledge. Hmm. <laughs> hey, Samhain, it's it's not that difficult. <laughs> There's a lot of information, uh, and uh, so what do we know? Who wants to take a crack at? Uh, getting all the info what we know about the event what uh someone who has just joined tsw um for 2016 event what can they do don't get overwhelmed by there being a whole lot of halloween events it'll be okay it'll be missions rather it'll be okay but just for the 2016 event for the 2016 event, 
I would say that the easiest way to participate would be to wait, um, join event chat for one. Um, That's a must. Yes. Slash chat join event. And then you want to right click in the window and make sure you're actually subscribed to events so you can see it. Uh, within event chat, there will be there'll be a lot of talk because there's a few different event uh, missions going on right now that require coordination. But specifically for the 2016 event, they'll be calling out bosses in different areas. They will be calling those out with numbers at the beginning that we had a few questions about. That's the um, the dimension in the server, which you probably don't really need to worry about that much if you're just joining. That's it's for figuring out some other things around the event. I'm doing really well explaining this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, somebody will call out a right. boss. You can right-click on their name, drag down to meet up on them. When you get out there, look for a big orange skull on your map and go hit the boss until it dies. That's probably the easiest way to participate. Now, just jumping in here, before you actually do all that, Make sure that once in Agartha, you head toward the right-hand side portal. Uh, say that the London entrance is... Uh, uh, your back is turned to it. Go to the... Don't go straight to Kingsmouth, but go to the portal on the right-hand side. You will actually see a rider there on a horse. Um, next to it, uh, there will be a mission. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> um... Hang on, I'm in Agartha. Uh, it is yeah, it's right over there. Quell the curse, and uh, just take it. So you can take that mission. It has an eight-hour cooldown. So every eight hours, you can take that uh, quest and go kill the manifestation. Go kill that big boss, the yellow skull on the map. Um, and uh, you will get not only the reward for killing it, but also the reward for completing that mission, which is the new Halloween bag uh, with all the goodies that's inside. So you can pop that one and see maybe you got a pale horse that everyone's going crazy about. Alrighty, so what what else do we have? We did uh, we did say like uh, there's um, do we there's do we want to do we want to talk? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> do we want to talk a little bit more about the rest of the twenty the other things you can do in twenty sixteen if you're a little less new? That sounded horrible, but you know what I mean because there's more complicated things you can do to participate. Yeah, no, let, let, let's talk about all of that. Uh, I yeah. actually just wanted to say that, um, to touch upon that, that there is, uh, last week we actually told you the very basics, which we have just mentioned. You basically see the, see, you know, someone uh, has summoned the boss and you go there and you pew pew and that's it. There is more things to it than that. <laughs> yes. Only in the secret world. A lot more, apparently. So, go ahead, Grip. Okay. So, the, the very basic bosses are the unempowered ones. What happens is, when you're in the zone, you get a message up at the top of the screen that says what the, the writer arrives or something. The writer has The arrived. writer arrives, the writer's here. 
Um, all that means is that the rider has a chance to be summoned within 20 minutes of when it arrives. In order to actually summon the boss and have something to pew pew at, uh, some areas you have to kill enough uh, monsters that have yellow names. Some areas you have to close certain portals. There is a Google Doc. Uh, shoot, I should really have that up because I should I should post that because there's a Google Doc that like really lays out all of them. Um, but it's really kind of interesting because just to get the basic level of the boss, you know, you have to go through and do all of these things and then you get a boss and then you can pew pew. There's also another level with the empowered bosses, which I, does somebody else want to do that? Am I taking over? <laughs> oh no, go, go for it. <laughs> okay. So, and I, I, I completely lost no, before, track of how before we you Before you go yep. to the, uh, the other level, when we talk about um, killing uh, certain um, mobs uh, or closing portals, um, it's important to remember that uh, they are all over the map. Of course, they're, if you join the uh, event in-game chat channel, you will see the links where uh, maps pop up. Um, and they show you exact locations because these monsters and these portals are uh, stationary. They don't move from um, summoning to summoning. So they're always stationary. They're, so, they're always in the same place. So after a while, you will know exactly where all of them are, uh, if not the you know majority of them. Uh, if you're new to the game, uh, if you are closing the portals or killing those mobs, uh, you do, you should bring someone along with you. <laughs> yeah. Because those are pretty strong, especially when it, they're closing portals or certain, like in, uh, in Egypt, uh, if you don't kill the hulks uh, at, you know, fast enough, they actually gain a buff where they uh, start building their health back. And then eventually they die uh, after a few seconds, but you've accomplished absolutely nothing. <laughs> so you have to, do, you know, do it again just faster. So they have to die within a certain uh, time frame uh, for that kill to count. Um, so each candle around the rider, there's five of the candles. So each candle has to be lit. After all those candles are lit is when the summoning begins. That particular summoning is just regular summoning and it's happening in the first four zones uh, well in all the zones I should say Solomon Island uh, Egypt Transylvania and Tokyo those are the regular ones now uh, Griff is going to explain another level of the summoning that actually summons the empowered manifestations. So what do we have to do in order to get those summoned? Alright, so if I remember right, this was originally figured out because the regular bosses would sometimes drop worn photos. And these photos, okay, they dropped worn photos. The mobs that you fight to get the bosses sometimes drop essences. So, this is so TSW, the players discovered that if you used the essence 
and looked at the fo- and looked at the photos, I think, or was it the slips of paper? I don't know. It was complicated. Um, the photos. The worn were, photos, yeah. Yeah, the worn photos. Okay. They there are pictures of specific specific like screenshots of specific places, unique to each area, and they also had Roman numerals hidden within them. We also had some other hints. So the long and the short of it is. In each, um, in each section of each area, so like in Kingsmith, in Savage Coast, in Blue Mountain, etc., etc., there are three different areas that you need a certain number of people to be in that area and use the worship emote before you kill all the other things to summon the thing. You also need a summoner at those candles to use another one of those essences and also use an effigy that gets dropped from the bosses. And then you can summon the um, the empowered version of the boss. So in short, it requires a heck of <laughs> a lot of coordination. <laughs> it requires a heck of a lot of coordination. And you know what? This is, I don't want to say unique to TSW, but I have a feeling that the development team when they were initially planning everything out uh, they specifically had uh, the community's cooperation in mind because we've shown as a community time after time you throw something at us you know three hours later it's solved <laughs> so a lot of the times um, so it, I'm thinking, you know, they specifically had the event chat channel in game because how else would would people coordinate things like this? But they were like, hey, did you have, you know, Sanctuary and Noobmares and event chat channel in game? So they, they're used to coordinating all that. Let's take it to another level. Let's make it real interesting and see how well they did this time. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and adding to it, I was, ta- I was talking about this before before we went live. Each zone's general chat is cross-dimensional. Um, there's single-server technology in the secret world, but there are different dimensions. There are also different instances within the dimensions to prevent any one instance from getting too busy. So when people are coordinating this in, say, the Kingsmith general chat, that's why they're specifying, you know, in 3 31, we need two more worshippers at this location. So Correct. you know which one needs more worshippers. I, I, I think it's incredibly cool to watch everyone coordinate. I was geeking about this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Only in TSW. <laughs> Only in TSW. And, and uh, especially because once, um, once the summon begins, you also you have to re-worship, right? And if you do it right, then you get this little like blood animation all over. And I just love watching chat. They're like, there's blood at the temple. There's yeah, blood at the yeah. cemetery. This we area is worshippers. We're good. Three out of three worshippers at the tree. And when, I first, <laughs> yeah. when I first got in the game not knowing about these, and I'm like, what? Worshippers? What? At the tree? What? What freaking tree? <laughs> you know, where? What is going on? And now people don't even say, you know, they're just calling out, uh, status of 379 <laughs> like 
Where are we at, folks? Come on, come on, get a move on. <laughs> Ryder's gonna disappear after 20 minutes. <laughs> price check on Dimension 3, price check on Dimension 3. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it's very, very interesting mechanic where a community has to really come together and coordinate things well in order to... Um, in order to get the better loot because what what drops from empowered manifestations that are summoned in this you know long way shall we say the more complex way uh is better loot of course um it, now there is a second side to it as well is that every of these manifestations whether they're empowered or not have a chance to actually drop a lore now there is eight lores all together uh, that fall. First four uh, are first one is in Agartha, and then we have uh, was is it Kaidan? That's the second one, or no? It's Kingsmith, is it not? It might be unempowered Kaidan. I could pull it up. Okay. Uh, from what I what I have here, it's um, Kaidan, Egypt, and then Transylvania, yep. and. Solomon Island boss bosses. Uh, so the first five, um, you actually have um, for so those first first one you get in Agartha right where the um, the rider is, where you actually get the quest, Quell of a Curse, um, and then the second, third, fourth, and fifth is from the just regular manifestations in each of the zones and then six seven eight and nine is from the empowered manifestations uh, now these will not necessarily always drop there is a chance of that lore to drop <laughs> of dropping which has ticked some people off right because if you don't get that much time and especially if you're needing the normal manifestation <laughs> which people don't they usually go for the empowered ones right now but uh we've seen them we've seen them go players request can we call uh just a regular one i i need to get the lore and people actually do that right Yes. Yes, they have been. Uh, they've also been calling out the lore when it appears. It only hangs out for about five minutes, but players have been really good when they, you know, when they can see it of being like, hey, there's lore here, come meet up on me. Um, and I know a single data point is not proof of anything, but I've, I've only been able to play this event. I had one day off, but I did play most of the day. Then I had maybe an hour another day, maybe two hours a different day. And I, I do have all of the lore, and maybe for once I'm just lucky, but I, I, I feel like the lore is probably dropping. I've, I've heard a few other players say, yeah, I was worried about it, but with the community working together, I was able to get all of it. That's true. Just pay attention to the event channel, and they're always calling out when the lore is, because, well, let's face it, most of us go after lore. Most of us are big lore hounds, so... Lore is, uh, getting all the lore before the event ends is a big goal for a lot of us. That's absolutely right. I know that I got at least three of the lores. Uh, got three of the lores, uh, from actually meeting up on, uh, on players in-game. So, yeah. Absolutely Which fantastic. 
Which, as a side note, um, so, I forget who it was, but a couple people in the forums have been requesting if there wouldn't be some way to do something in the game that we can see maybe a transparent version of the lore, even if we've already gotten it. And they're asking that specifically so they can better, you know, better help other players so they can see it. And that, I have no idea how hard that would be on a technical level, but I love that suggestion. That would also really help if you're running, you know, running a friend through. Because right now, if, right now, if I run any of my friends through on my main, I'm not going to see any lore anywhere. Um, so yeah, that, yeah, that would be neat. I don't know if they can yeah. do it, but I nice like the lore idea. shadow. Yeah, yeah. Or a way to turn it on or and off shadow. or something. <laughs> or shadow. We're shadow. Lore shadowers. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That would be a cool cabal name. Lore shadowers. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, let's touch upon something that uh, has kind of caused a stir. <laughs> what would a... Just only the biggest event of the year being TSW without some sort of, you know, I don't want to say controversy, but uh, some, you know, raised eyes, eyebrows, let's put it that way. Um, Griff, you really, really explained it well <laughs> when we <laughs> talked about it before the show. I'm, of course, talking about uh, the data mining, quote-unquote, data mining, um, that uh, some people have pointed at and uh, mentioned that it's not known to what extent, but that this particular data mining might have uh, contributed to solving the puzzles in games, solving, uh, you know, uh, some hain event. Yes. Um, and to, to the best of my knowledge, there's no absolute proof of anything. So I, you know, take, take that. But near the beginning of the event, some players apparently successfully mined out some information um, that gave them answers for this puzzle. My understanding is they started sharing those on the forums and possibly an event. They were asked to stop. There is controversy over whether or not all of them did actually stop or not. I mean, they stopped on the forums. Their their posts were deleted or edited or, you know, they stopped there. A few people said some people were still talking in event. Um, at the same time, we had a lot of players who, you know, were, were very much figuring things out, you know, one step at a time and doing their own thing. But... At the very end of this event that had a, a third summon that I, I'm not super, super even more complicated, right? There was some question about how the final pieces got solved because the, the first one, you know, it was a bunch of players working together and they solved the clues. And then there were some, and then they started trying to get to the rest of them and some people came in and like, somebody else had already like solved the entire thing and we were done. There was some question about if some of the people who had this mind information were maybe sharing hints. Um, if maybe they were just waiting until other players collected the in-game items that we needed to do that final summon to just grab all the items and just solve it. Uh, I, I know I saw somebody on the forum saying that 
somebody or another had been threatening, like like doing it in a threatening manner, like, like I have all of this information and I can just solve this whenever I want. This is all hearsay though. This is just this is just me keeping track of the forums and definite controversy there. Uh, what I've told a few people though too is even if there were players doing this, we still had a lot of players figuring this out legitimately. I hope they can still, you know, if they still enjoyed themselves, because I, I missed out on most of the figuring out. I, I was busy and I was working. But anybody who put effort into this and put effort into figuring it out, like, that still matters. Um, and it was great fun to watch the forums figuring it out. So. I'm talking a lot this episode! <laughs> Do you need That's alright. It's all good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and Galactrix is mentioning that, and that's that's why I'm not I can't come down one way or the other. Uh, Galactrix is saying apparently people can solve it from what people worked out legitimately and posted publicly, uh, and and I totally believe that too. We have some very smart players who are very good at puzzles. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's no doubt that the community couldn't have figured this out. The question really comes down to how much they were pushed or how much they were enticed to. It basically get the answers ahead of time, and who did that first? Now, I guess well, this and could how be... and how hard it is when you have information not to give it out even accidentally. Although Jimmy and Chad is mentioning something that, which is another back and forth on the forums that the people who the people that um, like the dev, they knew that the devs knew that they had this data mined information. At that point, they basically couldn't participate at all. So would we actually have solved it faster if they could have legitimately participated? We don't really know. Uh. In any case, one thing's for sure is that the community would have solved it. Solved it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And the devs, um, I forget it was, An I think it was Andy at least, has specifically said on the forums that the devs were watching and they knew we were going to crack it and they knew we were going to crack it soon. Yeah, of course. When with something like that, and you know how uh, excited uh, Tilty, the game director, was Romana Mail, uh, was that you know this is a community-wide investigation mission, and they want to see you know who's going to be the first one to unlock the like the game-wide rewards and stuff like that. Talk about the game-wide uh, reward. What is it, Griff? That was the summoning of the writer, and. The <laughs> I'm trying to remember, because they had to use like a bunch of different puzzle pieces and summon things at different points in Agartha and with like XYZ coordinate, coordinate, eh, coordinates. But the point is, the writer we're standing next to right now, if you care to wander out to Agartha and do a bow emote at him, he will grant you a mask. Yep, the mask the one he's that wearing. he has, yeah. Which, if you're also playing Hide and Shriek, the uh, the same rider mask is also there as well. Now, don't forget, you actually have to click on the rider, right? Yes. Yes, you have to have <laughs> him select it, which is so much easier now. in front of it as much as you want. Nothing's going to drop for you unless you click on the rider. <laughs> I, I was lucky enough that I was in-game killing, killing boss monsters when all of a sudden event chat it, it's, it was so awesome because it started with just a couple people like, dude, there's a writer in Agartha. And, you know, you, you don't know if they're just trolling you or what. 
And then you start seeing more and more messages. Dude, you know, you gotta come out to Agartha. There's this writer in... At the time, it was just in the one instance. You know, you gotta come out to this instance. You gotta bow to the writer, because you get a thing. And, I, you <laughs> know, I finally met up on someone. And he was surrounded by players on mounts. <laughs> so you had to, like, click through to try to figure out who you had to target. <laughs> awesome. I, um, I had mentioned on Twitter that... It made me remember just a tiny little bit of the end of the Whispering Tide event. Just the, you know, watching watching a chat channel and first a few people are saying, you know, something's happening, you know, come to Agartha. And then some more people are saying it. And then some more people are saying it. And then you get out there and there actually is something going on. Yes. So the system, the system, the, <laughs> the, the, the event... Um, do we know if all of the puzzles, all of the investigations that could have been solved, have been solved? Well, we got the final summon. Andy confirmed that this writer is the final summon, but three of the pieces of the puzzle, we didn't actually technically get the puzzle piece for. So unless something has changed, there's a couple more like torn scraps of paper with the hints out there that we haven't actually gotten yet because we kind of bypassed them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I know Andy Andy did confirm on the forums that this this is the final summon. But I don't think it's going to be the final summon overall. If you take a look at the lore, um, this this might be a spoil for the last lore entry, but the last yeah. lore entry says that. Um, I'll just read it directly. It's, there are some places still where the farmers arrange the rows in their fields in such a way that on Sundays, the eternal wanderer might rest there. And still others say that he can only sleep upon a plow or that he cannot know respite until the deep December. So I don't think we've seen the end of this. I think that this might continue come Christmas. Which would be pretty awesome. I would not put it past the dev team. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Because they did say there's going to be... Did Tilty mention Easter egg upon Easter egg upon Easter egg? Yeah, I think he did. What are those Easter eggs? Did we, did we find any? Did we, like, recognize some? Oh, I don't Rolls know if he dump. meant it in that way. <laughs> well, that's, that's the word that he used, right? That is, yeah. That's the terminology that they used was Easter eggs upon Easter eggs. But I don't know if those Easter eggs, like he meant, were just the, um, you know, figuring out, getting the, the worn photos and figuring out the, you know, seeing the uh, Roman numerals in them and figuring out that we had to worship at those locations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know if he was just using that term Easter egg to mean that or if he actually means, like, Easter eggs, you know? Right. Hmm. So apparently, um, Jimmy says uh, in Twitch that uh, there is a video uh, of the Agartha Rider summoning. I have not seen it. I have to admit, that would be that would have oh, been no, cool. I, seen I that wonder, either, Jimmy. I wonder how you know how elaborate it was. Was it like Shem's dancing? <laughs> That would be, you know that, uh, what's it called, the uh, Sedanthium, 
the 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 the, the, the purple freaking plant pot pet is it like <laughs> that i said hey look it's oh bowing. yeah you're right okay <laughs> i wonder if that has anything to do maybe we should get that to bow somewhere in you know to the candle and stuff like that <laughs> oh i wonder you know what when people solve investigation missions like this uh, it often makes me wonder what on earth do they do in order to you know figure stuff out because uh, you must you must at some point you must like be trying even you know stupid things <laughs> just hoping that he yeah hey you may actually get a response or you something may happen you know trying out all the emotes and <laughs> bowing everywhere and worshiping you know it, it's just amazing uh how how people's minds work i wish i had a mind like that i'm crapping in investigation missions <laughs> well i mean we from actually running the event we're all kind of in the mood for the worship emote so i guess you know the bow just kind of naturally flows off of that <laughs> that's right but again just random neat thing with the community people didn't keep that to themselves they like immediately blasted event chat with slash bow at the thing slash bow yeah. at the thing you get a thing come here you, come you get a thing it. <laughs> now remember uh greg how you were talking about uh lower shadowing yes <laughs> i have to say this i cracked up laughing galactic said in twitch if you don't want to see the lore shadow you need tilty vision mode <laughs> <laughs> yes because yes. tilty for those of you who are not familiar with the streaming ones and tilty's behavior <laughs> he never picks up the lore he teases about picking up the lore and then he never does that so players encouraging tilty to actually pick up the freaking lore has become a thing it's been a thing for a while now <laughs> jimmy just yeah. sent me a link in twitch chat by the way and uh, i think i'll say this say this here but um, this is like one of these Easter eggs is that during a rider summon or during the rider summoning in Agartha that the portal opens and it looks like uh, Little Springs High School in the background of the portal. Oh. So that's a that's an Easter egg if there if there ever was one. Yeah. So maybe there's something in Hide and Shriek that we have not found yet that is connected to TSW. They didn't mention that as well. I hope so. I've been playing a lot of Hide and Shriek and I haven't found really anything huge yet aside from you know, some of the lore of some of the spells in there but uh, nothing that is directly connected yet I don't think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well it's good to see that you know uh, people are enjoying hide and shriek. That's shriek. <laughs> it's a shriek. <laughs> it's a shriek. <laughs> it's not shrek. It's shriek. <laughs> it's a shriek. Until <laughs> <laughs> we establish this, it's not shrek. It's shriek. <laughs> hide and shrek. <laughs> <laughs> it's got layers. Awesome. Yes, Jimmy oh. also mentions Odo confirmed by completing the event that a rider item will be unlocked in Hide and Shriek in a future update. No further solving required. 
There we go. And yeah, the dev team uh, is doing an update uh, to Hide and Shriek. Uh, that's th that's coming directly from the, I think, financial report. I'm not even sure that that's. I think that might have already happened. Man. Um, because you know, in the in the mask section of your um, of your own character of your own profile, where you can choose the you know the the face that basically jumps out at the other player. Oh yeah. There's the mask section has uh, the the two presidential candidates, which I shall not name right now because I'm just <laughs> tired with the election. Uh, but the third one that is unlocked or that I found unlocked was the mask was the rider's mask. So it could be that once he was unlocked, that it basically unlocked in both games. Could be. I almost want to say I saw something on Twitter about it, it being unlocked now, but I I could be absolutely making that up out of nowhere. It's been a long day. <laughs> like, or it could be something else. You never know. <laughs> okay, so let's conclude some Hain discussion uh, for this show. <laughs> with a recap of uh, what's available to run. Um, Ocho, you want to do that? Like, we've talked about 2016 event, but what other missions or events can people run in TSW from previous years for Samhain? Well, Samhain in previous years has been some of the best Halloween content out of any MMO, and I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just saying that as a, in my own opinion, I guess. But, um, it personally, the, I think they've just knocked it out of the park every single year. And that started with, what was it, 2012? Yep. Was the yep. Cat God? So the Cat God is an investigation mission that takes place on uh, Solomon Island. And, um, basically unlocks a five-player dungeon where you go in and fight the cat god himself. And um, it, it does a whole bunch of loot and just a whole bunch of good times to be had by that. Then let's see, 2013 was... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I see. No, keep, keep going. I, I keep going. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, 2013 was when they brought on um, one of my favorites, which is the uh, Spooky Stories of Solomon Island, in which you, you go around Solomon Island and you all, and you pick up, um, what is it? Is it in Blue Mountain? Where you fight the these mobs that have an orange circle around them. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's just... It the, is Blue Mountain, yeah. It is Blue Mountain, right. And they give you uh, little drops. But you go to the League of Monster Slayer site and you pick up a starting quest and it sends you to find these like Penny Dreadful type stories all throughout Solomon Island and they're they're phenomenal. Yes, they are. And that's that's been one of my favorites so far. Uh, Ghost of Jack-o-Lantern also came around in 2013. That's where they summon uh, Jack himself and uh, fight him in uh, the first zone in Kingsmith. 2014. Can, can I oh. I'm, I'm really sorry. Can I side note quick on on Jack too? Absolutely. Because uh, I don't remember if this was confirmed. I don't think this was confirmed last time we had a show. So Super Jack, they they did patch the game. The bags that he drops, and I can't remember what they're called, 
The bags themselves now have a Sacks chance. Sacks of Penny Dreadfuls. Sacks of Penny Dreadful. Okay. They have a chance to drop the Jack's head that we need for the museum now. So it is no longer um, quite so hard to get from Super Jack. And you don't have to be in the summoning group. You just need to beat the Super Jack and get the bag and be a little bit lucky. Confirmed. I got lucky this morning. <laughs> nice. You got lucky this morning. Bravo. <laughs> I, well, maybe I got lucky that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you did. Uh, I actually... I, I got fabulous proof that TSW has karma. I did a super jack a couple nights ago that I, I really wasn't going to do and I didn't feel like it, but there was a group that really needed another pumpkin and I was off cooldown, so I helped them out and I got my jackhead. So that also sounds terrible. <laughs> I got the item I needed. <laughs> the item I needed. So, so that was cool. So Jimmy says that it's a 25% chance um, to get Jack's head now. So they've upped it from like what, zero point something? <laughs> yeah, 25%? Something really wow. low. I, I'm still just unlucky then because I still have yet to get it. <laughs> oh. You might be the odd one out. <laughs> I did, probably. Uh, so continuing, 2014 gave us the broadcast, which is my uh, second favorite event that they've done so far. Uh, in which you go to all the cemeteries around and uh, find uh, radios that you find out. The, I mean, it's a sort of an investigation, sort of action mission. Um, but it's one of the better ones out there because one of the big rewards you get is a radio that you can listen to all of these fantastic um, old school radio like Halloween style broadcasts which I, I that that makes my day I I adore those and I love the mechanic I'm sorry to cut in again I love the mechanics of that because it's something that even if you're not running the mission if you're in the area of a radio you can hear it and the entire area goes kind of black and white right it drops into a sepia tone yeah Sep yeah yes, that's the word I wanted thank you and, and I actually was, I still think that is so neat in um, oh, SFSF Shadowy Forest, uh, the zone, the graveyard where you actually summon uh, the manifestation is right there. And as you go killing around those specters, you can hear yeah. the radio and it's awesome. Sorry, Ocho, <laughs> we keep an interrupting. That's, that's quite all right. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, and uh, 2015, uh, then brought the Seven Silences, which is a, uh, a long investigation mission that ties in with the park, which is a game they also released at the same time. Um, that I just did this year for the first time. I did not do that last year for some unknown reason. Um, but it is uh, going through it the first time. Like, I thought it was phenomenal. Did you and did you play the park already? I had, yes. Okay. You don't need to, just that. You don't need to, but there's yeah. a tie-in to the park that came out last year. Definitely helps, yeah. Yeah, so the park comes first, and then the Seven Silences mission. Just in case you were wondering about the chronology <laughs> of events here. And you absolutely don't need to, but if you can, I would recommend playing the park first. 
I am incredibly biased, and I think I've told this story five million times, but I played The Seven Silences right after I finished the park. Um, the park leaves you in a very interesting, interesting's a good word, interesting emotional place. And yeah. going right into The yeah, Seven Silences does. afterwards was, wow, <laughs> that, that was an experience. Yeah, I might actually do that again tomorrow in that order. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow, repeating all the <laughs> Halloween missions. <laughs> so now repeating the missions, uh, I don't know if some of these really replay all that well. Seven Silences doesn't really replay that fantastically well, but um, but playing it through the first time, it's pretty mind-blowing. It, it shows them at their best. I think so. I, I generally play all of them at least once every year. I've been putting it off. Uh, I want to do that during the uh, extra live stream this weekend if I get some time. Yeah, I wanted to say let's talk about extra life because that is a <laughs> huge, huge thing in TSW as well, believe it or not, where the community organizes itself into numerous teams, um, and uh, in order to help. Uh, kids who are in hospitals um, with their donations so um, Griff you are actually going to you've done it last year you've done it previous years um, I have and you are getting ready for a big one this year as well I am this is gonna be my fourth year um, so extra life is a charity gaming event where all of the money goes to Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. If you don't know what those are, those are hospitals who specifically help kids whose families otherwise could not afford the care they need. Sometimes that's for really serious illnesses, um, cystic fibrosis, things like that. Sometimes it's something smaller. One of my nephews had a really, really terrible broken arm. I probably shouldn't give details in case people aren't okay with that. Um, but they, the, the one here uh, in my state helped him out with that. It is a 24-hour gaming marathon. Um, that is, it's also a lot of fun, honestly. It's great to see gamers getting together to do something good and help out these kids. And other, it keeps getting bigger in the secret world every year, but it also keeps getting bigger in general every year. Every year we seem to raise more money and it is so absolutely wonderful. Absolutely. Um, it's a yes. worthwhile event to support in any way, shape or form. If you're not able to contribute, uh, keep on using social media to spread the word about it, to spread the word about teams who are actually uh, putting themselves out there, who are uh, collecting donations and who are doing their absolute best to get you to donate. <laughs> uh, we do need to say that Funcom as a company has always been extremely supportive of yes. all the players in this game participating in this event to the point of giving them uh, TSW goodies in order to entice people to donate even more to uh, we've had we've had people uh, like the, the uh, I want to say the every person from every team who was a top donor got a very special uh, TSW in-game extra life shirt. Um, 
there's a whole bunch of things going on here uh, we've mentioned it before so I don't want to <laughs> again keep on you know saying the same thing but in any case if you can support this uh, this event please do so in any way like I said that, that you can if you're not able to donate monetarily uh, then uh, participate by spreading the word um, spreading uh, the links to Twitch or wherever the streamers are who are actually participating in this event. Alright. And, and I should probably mention quick for anybody who maybe wants to jump in really quick and sign up and participate this year if they want, or if they want to do it other years, it is not just video games and you do not have to stream to participate. It is gaming in general. They have said many times you can go play chess with your buddies, you can play fetch with your dog. The theme is just gaming in a general loose way and, you know, raising money for this amazing charity. Exactly. So that is happening this Saturday, November 5th. And uh, a lot of the teams don't be fooled by us saying 24-hour marathon. Um, a lot of the teams out there are actually actively uh, collecting donations throughout the rest of the year as well. Uh, so they do things, uh, order down one of the teams um, that is known to us from the secret world uh, immediately comes to my mind, uh, but there are others out there as well. My apologies for not <laughs> remembering your names <laughs> now, because like I said, there are many of them, Mad Lyric, his team as well, and him personally. Um, so there's so many of them that keep on giving uh, their absolute best throughout the rest of the year, not just for 24 hours, but yeah. for the duration of the year in order to collect these donations. So please be supportive of that if you can. Alrighty, so hopefully there will be some really, really good turnout uh, to people's Twitch uh, streams. Uh, you know, if you're a Twitch hopper, hop from one Twitch stream to the other uh, and, uh, you know, support them in any way that you can. Um, now, last bit of news is that Bundle Stars uh, does have TSW on sale. Uh, it is a huge sale, 70% off. So the mm. base game is only nine dollars wow uh nine bucks <laughs> so oh, wow that is, that's like a steal and you get so much you get not only the basic game but the first four issues as well uh it is absolutely fantastic now if you spend a little bit more well i want to say if you like basically spend double um 18 bucks it'll cost you to get the secret world ultimate edition and the ultimate edition is that one with the white zenith core right yes i think it is yeah that a lot of players absolutely want so uh i actually uh got it as a present from my hubby when it cost uh, i think it was a full price that we paid <laughs> or no it was on a sale but it was like 40 bucks or something um it was more than this so this is a phenomenal sale so if you wish uh if you have a friend you know christmas is coming 
<laughs> so if you have a friends or family that uh, are kind of, you know, hear you talk about the game, see you maybe play it and kind of interested, um, hey, this is a perfect Christmas present. Alrighty, so that's it from us uh, for this week. We've talked about the new merchandise store. We've talked about the quote-unquote huge update uh, to TSW coming in the first part of 2017. We've talked about the Samhain 2016. um, And... um, There's going to be probably a lot more to come next week as well. So do join us again. Same time, same place. Twitch.tv forward slash Holosuite Media. Um, Every Thursday, 7 o'clock, we are here to bring you all the news from the secret world. Until next week, this is Beyond the Veil signing off. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.